All right, what's up guys? In this video, I wanna to talk to you about seven ways to improve your sales conversions on your sales calls for your marketing agency or freelance marketing business. Let's get into the intro. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, my God, I wanna be in that scene. Damn right, you wanna be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene. Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. Can't touch me, I got instincts. Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things. I brought a gang to the party with me. All right, guys, welcome back to the YouTube channel here. You might be listening to this on the podcast. Either way, wherever you're consuming this content, thank you for tuning in. If you are watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, real quick, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the video, you guys know the deal. Like this video, subscribe to the channel, and turn on post notifications. Um, now, with that out of the way, let's dive in. So, seven ways, guys, to improve and increase your sales conversion rate on your sales calls for your marketing agency or your freelance marketing business. So, number one. The first way to improve your sales conversion rate on your calls, guys, is to get your mindset right. So before you get on your sales call and you start asking questions and thinking about pricing and making an offer and all that stuff, guys, you need to make sure you're in the right headspace. Now, what does that mean? So a couple of things. The biggest thing, though, is that I see a lot of agencies messing up in that they are making their sales calls about them. They make the sales conversation all about them, their expertise, their Facebook ad skills, their Google ad skills, their results, their case studies, their pricing, their offer, them, 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 them. And they get, they start like vomiting from the mouth, right? Where they just keep talking about what it is they do. And the problem with that guys is that doesn't allow or create space for your prospective client to actually express what it is they want and what it is they're looking for. And if you're constantly talking, it means what you're not doing is you're not listening. So you need to get out of the headspace of making it about you and instead internally flip it around to how can I make this call all about the other person? Because guys, when you show up to make things about other people and you show up to serve and you show up to help from a genuine place of service, which again, all starts in your mind and all starts in the mindset you have, the game changes, guys. You're playing a different game. By showing up from a place of service, people literally will want to give you money more. Like, <laughs> it's just how it works, right? So that's number one, guys. Get your mindset right. Number two. This is cr crucial, guys. I see so many people mess this up, even still. Make sure your sales conversations are properly framed. The last thing you wanna do, guys, is get on a sales call and just start having small talk with your prospective client and then just randomly asking questions that have no flow or purpose, right? When you do properly frame your sales call, and I'll give you an example of how to do that here in a second, what that allows you to do is it allows you to set the tone and set the frame of the call so that both of you guys are on the same page and you guys are both uh, aware of exactly what is going on with the call, right? So I've seen this happen time and time again, guys, where people get on a sales call and they start asking questions and then they kind of drop a price and then the client's like, oh, what are you talking about? That's too expensive or that's blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're almost like surprised that you made them an offer because it hasn't been established that you guys are gonna talk about potentially working together. So. A really, really great way that I like to frame my calls, I, I don't like having super scripted ways of doing it, guys. I like to flow and just kind of do what feels good in the moment for me, like just do what feels good uh, intuitively. So I might do, do or say something like, you know, hey, Bob, uh, thanks for jumping on the call, man. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you get on a ton of these calls. Um, my goal here with this call is not to try and pitch you some service or throw something at you that you may or may not need. Uh, I'm genuinely here just to see how I might be able to help and give you pointers and, and find out more about your business, what you're struggling with, and see um, you know, how I can provide some value and give you some actionable tips and strategies to implement. Um, so is that is that all cool, all good with you? 
Cool, awesome. Now, full transparency, Bob, if I, feel, if I genuinely feel like I can help you and our agency can do that, I will tell you about what that looks like if you want to. Now, is that, is that cool with you? Are we on the same page there? Yes, cool, boom, right into questions, which leads me to my next point, number three, which is have some sort of structure, guys. Don't just get on a sales call, at least in the beginning. Now, as you advance, right, and you, you take you know, more and more sales calls, you actually start closing some clients and you get in the flow of how your sales calls, sales calls really, I'll get to this in a second, but you don't have to be sales calls, but how your calls should be going. Then you can start to move away from more of a structured way and you can kind of just free flow it like I do at this point. But guys, in the beginning, if your close rate's low, if you're not converting enough clients from your calls, you need to have a structure. You need to have some flow that you're following of questions like, which questions are you asking here? Which questions are you asking there? How is everything flowing together, right? You wanna make sure you have a sales flow, a sales process that you're taking your clients through so that mentally you have an idea of where you're going, right? So you don't wanna just get lost in a conversation and not know where you are and where you're headed. So that's number three. Number four, guys, ask, don't tell. The most powerful thing, guys, that you can do for someone is not tell them what to do, but instead ask them a question or questions that will allow them to come to that conclusion for themselves. For example, telling someone they should market their business is going to resonate infinitely less than saying, hey, have you thought about the potential drawbacks of spending zero dollars on marketing for your business? And that gets them to go, oh, I guess I haven't really thought of the drawbacks. Or, yeah, I guess, well, now that I think about it, the drawback would be, I guess, you know, customer flow would, would just be super dried up. It gets them thinking. And then they come to that conclusion that you wanted them to come to initially by themselves, instead of you telling them. It's like, think about the last time someone told you to do something, like, hey, go wash the dishes. <sighs> you don't wanna do that. Hey, like, you know, are you open to washing the dishes? Or, hey, have you, you know, do you wanna do the dishes tomorrow? in the morning when you wanna work or would you rather just do them now? That is a totally different way of getting someone to do something or helping someone find the answer for themselves than just telling them what to do like a tyrant. So four guys, again, ask, don't tell, because questions are the answers. Let's get into number five. Number five guys, on the same note of questions, ask follow-up questions. So what I see a lot of agencies do guys is I'll ask, so what's, you know, what's your goal for the business this year? To, to a prospect and they go, oh yeah, I just wanna grow. I wanna double, you know, double the business. Okay, cool. What are you struggling with? No, 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 no. Get curious, guys. Ask follow-up questions, right? You know, hey, I wanna double my business. Awesome, tell me more. Like, in what sense? You wanna double revenue? You wanna double profit? Like, tell me more about that. Oh, cool, so you wanna double your profit. Like, what's, what's the motivation behind that? Like, what, what is it that you're looking to do with the double, with, you know, with two times the profit in your business? Okay, cool, what does that look like on a monthly basis? So like how much more profit do you want, do you want to be bringing in a month? Cool, All right? Uh, you know, where do you want to be spending your time while doing more, you know, having more profit in your business? Follow-up questions, guys. Getting people thinking, getting people expressing to you, which gives you ultimately more context and understanding as a high-valued consultant of where they're wanting to go in their business. So follow-up questions, guys, are key. Don't just ask a one-off question and then move on to the next. Don't just go through the motions, get curious, flow, dance in the conversations. There's real power to that, guys. Let's roll into number six. Number six, guys, create space on your calls. This is huge, this is massive. So I see a lot of agencies, guys, and freelancers where they're just talking, talking, talking. They're almost vomiting from the mouth and they can never stop. And what that does is it almost like, 
if you could visually imagine this, it constricts your sales calls. It constricts the energy. It keeps things very, very, again, tight and constricted, right? And it doesn't allow for space on the call. And when there's no space, there's no opportunity to let anything sink in. On the flip side, when you do create space on your sales calls, you allow your prospective clients to actually internalize either what you're saying or what they're saying for themselves, right? Because even when someone vocalizes something for themselves, giving them the space to allow that to sink in is really, really powerful because it means it's going to stick. Whereas if someone's talking and they give you an answer and then you just talk right after that and talk right over them, there's not a whole lot of space for them to internalize those things. So create space by really, really simply, guys, you can start off by literally just adding a two to three second pause in between the time that someone answers a question and when you speak. So, hey, what are you looking to do with your business this year? You know, oh, I'm looking to double revenue in the next you know, 12 months. Okay, awesome. Tell me more about the, like, the reasoning behind that goal. Notice, guys, how there was that two to three second pause between their answer and my response. So again, guys, number six, create space on your sales calls. Let's get into number seven. Number seven, guys, this is massive. Detach from the outcome. Ultimately, guys, the best thing that you can do is show up to your sales calls not giving an absolute fuck what happens. That is the best thing you can do because, guys, the people who don't care, the people who are nonchalant, tend to attract more anyways, right? So an easy way to do this, guys, is ask yourself, if you had a million bucks in the bank right now, today, how would you be showing up on that call? What would be your energy? How would you be sitting? Would you be leaning back in your chair? Or would you be like really tense and like, like hoping you get the sale? Right? Just ask yourself, if you literally had a million bucks in the bank today, how would you show up on this sales call? Guys, if you start showing up like that person today, you start to create that reality for yourself. Right? And you will literally attract more wealth, more money, more clients wanting to work with you by just not caring, by just detaching. That's it. So guys, it's one of the most powerful things you can do on your sales calls. Now, guys, that was a lot. We went through a lot here. So I highly recommend you watch this video another one to two times to really internalize the seven strategies and tips that I gave you to close more of your uh, calls into clients, right? So guys, I hope this video was helpful. Um, if you did find this helpful, like the video, subscribe to the channel, and most importantly, turn on post notifications. Now, last couple things, guys. Um, go ahead and check the description because we've got a ton of free trainings in there, some really, really cool products that we have here at Agency Hypergrowth, as well as the Agency Starter Kit, which is a $7 uh, mini course designed to help you go out and grab two to three new clients in the next seven to 10 days for your agency. So again, guys, hope this video was helpful. If you're listening on the podcast, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, my God, I want to be in that scene. You're damn right, you want to be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene. Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. Can't touch me, I got instincts. Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things. I brought a gang to the party with me. Five white.